From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python, Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and yours truly, Benji, here for another fantastic episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. And man, Mexican Nostradamus, gotta take a bow. Once again, you called it. Yeah. What, what just happened? I fucking called the shit out of that. I mean, okay. I mean, I, I guess let's start with what I called. Um, this is, we're running a little bit late, of course, on this because we recorded. Uh, we actually recorded the day before the Supreme Court decision yeah. dropped. But for everyone that isn't living under a rock, you probably know that apparently uh, abortion, Roe versus Wade, has been ruled against by the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, this is a big deal, uh, and I called it, of course. I mean, once. Um, Trump started putting in all those justices. I mean, you had Gorsuch, you have Cohen Barrett, Kavanaugh. Once all those three were installed, they gave the court a supermajority, which has in turn now left to the overturn of a precedent law that's been around for over 50 years, which is, to be quite honest, one of the most unpopular moves ever by the Supreme Court, because currently, if you look at anybody's numbers, and this is across the board, multiple, multiple different um, Pew Research, um, basically anyone's think tank, this is a very unpopular move. So this being said, over 83% of the nation agrees with a form of abortion, not necessarily um you know, late term that it, it, it drops off steeply after 16 to 20 weeks. Like, you know, the support for it goes down dramatically, but most people are not in favor of completely making abortion illegal. And the Supreme Court of the United States has now basically handed those rights to determine legality to the states. So, what does that mean? That means that if you're in, I believe there's 13 different states currently that have trigger laws so once the abortion law was well once roe versus Wade was overturned each one of these states now are in the process of completely making abortion illegal in their states taking away a health care option and basically the health care choices for women in those states um forcing them to do anything from traveling to moving on to just basically this is just a just another sad sad situation so i just you know I saw it coming, um, you know, I, it really, it, it really was a rough one. And so now I'm just kind of just, I think now we're all just stuck with a very, a very, a very unpopular court, which is probably starting to become to seem illegitimate. So just kind of standing on that precipice, I, I do unfortunately have to say that I called this one. And uh, I, I really hate the fact that this is what happened, but it is. And we have a Supreme Court that seems to be hell-bent on not um, pursuing the will of the people. But instead, we seem to have a Supreme Court that's bent on pursuing a conservative Christian agenda. And, you know, we haven't had a Supreme Court that's been like this since the time of Lincoln or the time of FDR. Whenever FDR was trying to approve the New Deal, multiple times the Supreme Court tried to block all of his moves to the point to where he had to almost, the executive had to almost invalidate the Supreme Court with multiple threats. 
Um, so yeah, it's this is a this is a I would say a calamitous time in the history of the United States. This ruling was not only just like I stated, this ruling was just not only not unpopular. I mean, literally 83% of the country believes abortion is okay at some point. So it's really, really the minority ruling over the majority with this one. And this conservative Christian agenda that has been brewing in the Republican houses for over 50 years has finally happened. So some wild stuff. It is crazy, but yeah, unfortunately I do have to take the, uh, I do have to take a bow on that one. All right. I am in. I bet y'all were wondering why is Rick letting talk about that shit? I'm running this shit forever. Yeah. If y'all ladies and gentlemen know that long diatribe that typically I enjoy speaking, but this, that particular run was because my two co-hosts were, uh, we're uh, having a couple of technical difficulties, but I did kind of go through a little bit of the history of the of what we're going through. So that being well, said, I mean, yeah, I did call it. I did call it. You did call it. You did. They overturned Roe v. Wade, but they didn't, abol- they didn't abolish um, abortion. Well, you can't. They, all they, That's all not they the case. Was, That's yeah, not the case. They give it back to the states. Right. Which is stupid. Right. Why is that? Well, because it's a it's it's a it should be a fundamental right. Healthcare should be a fundamental right. I mean, what's next? Stem cells? You can't use stem cells because some fucking, you know, some some whacked out Southern Baptist preacher who's banging all the all the little, you know, pew girls. Yeah. Doesn't want that to happen. I mean, come on. I mean, what yeah. what is morality in healthcare or science? I mean, I that's really the big problem. Well, you gotta understand, like some people in certain regions of the country really believe that this is murder. I mean, I don't take that position myself, but that is what some people believe in these States or in these regions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the Supreme court has now given them the ability to choose their path as to how they want to address this issue. Right. You're and they're right. Right. And there's some people that are diametrically opposed to it, but those people can choose not to have abortions. Correct. But it's, they don't want know, to fund them either. Right. And they don't have to. That That's the thing. You know, I think that was a big misconception. A lot of times there wasn't public funding in most states for abortion. And those states that chose that public funding, that was something that they chose. That was the state's, you know, that was the state's prerogative. Well, sometimes like with uh, Planned Parenthood, they would get federal funding. Uh, it would always be a point of contention whenever, you know, Obama would have the stimulus packages or Democrats would have would pass some sort of a budget. You'd always have uh, something in there for Planned Parenthood. And yeah, they had their lobbyists and whatnot. But that really rubbed people the wrong way, especially people who were against this kind of practice. Well, well, I get you, right? I, I get that. But if you don't want an abortion, don't get one, right? I mean, the, a lot of people think guns kill people, and they do. People oh. kill people. No, no, no. But nonetheless, guns are a part of the pro- problem. So do we just take away guns? Do we just take away choice? And that's what uh, no. that I think that's the problem. I mean, I think even you and, and not even you. I mean, I think most even me, I think <laughs> I think most educated, level headed people understand that abortion is a necessary evil in, in society. Right. I mean. It is to an extent. Yeah, I mean, 
It is. I mean, I don't want. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say third trimester abortions or you know. I, I I mean, unless there's serious medical issues going on, I'm not one to say something like that is appropriate. But I do believe that a woman should have a choice, you know, to a certain extent, and to ban it at like, you know, so, I mean, six weeks. You know, and stuff like that. That's madness. You know, our are yeah. what okay, actually the scary thing that I really want to get into, not only just the fact that they're taking away women's rights, they're talking about making it illegal for pregnant women to travel outside of their states. That can't happen. No, it is happening. That cannot happen. That they're cannot already happen. happening. Okay. So uh I, I was listening to a couple of different uh, shows right. today and I read some things. Um, one of the major period tracking apps in the app store, because I guess um, the, I, I didn't know this was a big deal, but apparently this app has like, you know, six, seven million users that track women's periods. When asked if the government were to request the information regarding their periods and when they're having them or if they've missed periods, if the government were to request that information from this app, they said they would turn it over. For what purpose, though? To track women's periods? Yes, to see if they're what? missing periods, to see if they're pregnant, to see if they're not reporting it. I'm telling you guys, they're going after it. The RNC chair, the former RNC uh, chair, has already stated if the Republicans win the midterms, they're going to try to codify Abortion is being illegal. This is oh. a serious fucking problem now. I don't think they can do that. Yes, they can. Ben, they can't codify it. No, because this is a part, this is relegated to the states now. No, you don't understand. They can make the it federal illegal. government can't get involved anymore. They will. It would be ruled it, unconstitutional. It doesn't matter. They'll by who? By what Supreme Court? The one yes. that's already the one that's already going to reaffirm that it's that well, is a more moral imperative. If you read Alito's freaking opinion on this shit, dude, they're going after that. I guarantee you, the next one, next fucking summer or Christmas time, it's going to be gay marriage, guys. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think Ooh, you just like you didn't stu- believe. No, no, no. The, the the court does not have the stomach for that. They do. Alito has already stated it, and Clarence Thomas have already named the gay marriage law as something that needs to be revisited. Well, I mean, again, that goes back to the states' rights issues, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It's I mean, that's, be- that's, the ent- that's the entire. These are fundamental rights. This. No, okay. fundamental rights. Fundamental. So, oh, well, I'll tell you, Clarence Thomas didn't go after loving and joy, right? The, the fucking case that thing. yeah that allows interracial yeah. marriage. He didn't go after that, but he sure as fuck went after because, of course, he's married to a white lady. But he sure mm-hmm. went after the snow bunny. Going, yeah, he's going after gay marriage. They're going after privacy and they're going after the right to contraception. I'm telling you, that's too far, man. They they're not going to go after contraception. Come on, Dude. are they going to prevent dudes from getting vasectomies? Huh? Are they going to prevent Bro. them from getting vasectomies? I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm telling you right now, though, gay marriage is gone by next summer. Bet. No, it's Bet. not going to be gone. It's going to be relegated. To okay, how about this? We'll timestamp it. June 28th, 2022. Episode 108 or 9? Nine. 109? No, this, yeah. is, this, this is 108. 108. Oh, 108. Be, okay. So it'd be 
timestamp this shit. Episode 108, June 20, 2022. One year from now, gay marriage will be invalidated in the United States of America by the Supreme Court unless somebody does something about it. Mexican Nostradamus has made a really stern prediction. You're like that dude from TikTok who like- I'm makes fucking these- right, bro. I'm fucking right. I called abortion. Even you were like, they're not stupid. These bendejos aren't stupid enough to do it. They did it. Well, they gave it back to the states. They didn't know. No, no, no. They know Roe versus Wade was a precedent for over 50 years. And it took a shitty case for Mississippi. And guess what? That's a case that invalidated a 50 year precedent. I think uh, John Roberts had had it correct, though. He just wanted to talk about that specific case, you know, uh, and then the other guys took it all away. Right. But guess what? They're going to take it all the way with the gay marriage thing, too. I don't think so. I really okay. Well, we'll see. Bet it doesn't I'm make any sense. It does, it does make makes... sense because that's what I'm telling you. The Supreme Court doesn't make sense. This is not about legality anymore. This is, about, is about spirituality. Legality. No, this is about spirituality. This is about making this a like some weird conservative Christian nation, dude. This is I don't what think so, bro. 1960s. 1960s after all the all the civil rights acts went through all the blue dogs see remember the south used to all be democrats dixocrats yeah yep dixocrats then they became republicans because of course two reasons racism and abortion then you throw in homosexuality which was a issue that started becoming you know we got the stonewall riots and everything going on that was another part of once they said those who racism, abortion, and then the American family unit needs to be maintained, you know, homosexuality. I'm telling you, they're going after all of them. I don't the think- only dude, they would go after love and joy. I mean, joy, joy versus um, love, the loving case. I keep forgetting the, yeah, the yeah, person yeah. that they would go after it, except that, you know, it would invalidate Clarence Thomas's home marriage. They, um, they're going for it, man. This is we, thing, this is a dangerous fucking time. Here's the thing that doesn't make any sense that abortion and racism would be the reasons Democrat, I mean, Democrats move to Republicans because 100% abortion really um, a lot of minorities use abortion as you know as a form not a form of birth control but you no. know they use it more. There's a services no. that are used more by minorities than white people. No, more white people get abortions than anybody else, man. That's the truth. The reality well, is more of them. Well, that and also because of the ones that can pay for it and also the morality tied around it. If you look a lot of like Latin Americans or Catholics, this is something that's more born around that. But 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 barring that, we have an activist Supreme Court now. Uh, I'm telling you, this is scary. This is scary. And for women, I I honestly feel horrible. I mean, this is a women. This is a health issue. They they no longer yeah. can control their own destiny. But I do want to tell you about some falsehoods I've heard on, that I've seen online. What's that? Okay, <clears throat> you see this a lot on Instagram and TikTok. It's like they talk about, oh, if you have an ectopic pregnancy, they won't be able to take it out because that's causes an abortion. That's not true. Well, what is if it? You have an ectopic pregnancy. Ectopic pregnancies. You've seen those posts online where like they say doctors can't take it out because it constitutes an abortion. Have you seen that? Yeah, I, I see that a lot. Yeah, well, that's not true. Well, that's not hold true. On. If you hold have a septic pregnancy and it's not going to be a viable fetus because it's ectopic, obviously, they're going to take it out. 
Well, there's a, it's a medical procedure. Uh, no, hold on a second. That's not necessarily true. It's not even the uterus. There's three states where that is going to be an issue. They're going to have to like get clearance. A doctor's going to have to kind of ask permission for this to be okay. There are some states going that far. But continue. The ectopic presidency, what's the yeah, other one? That that's not true. Um, what was another one? I know that one stood out really. I can't find that. I can't think of the other one, but I'm sure it'll come to my mind later on. But um, there's some falsehoods going around, some sensationalism. Well, of course. And, um, I mean, yeah. And you got to also remember when Roe v. Wade was um, passed by the, I mean, was, I guess, passed by the Supreme Court back in the, back 50 years ago. Right. Um, the access to birth control wasn't quite as widespread as it is today. I mean, today you have, you know, intrauterine devices, you have um, birth control and it's cheap and there's plentiful, there's plenty of manufacturers for it. Do we really need abortion now? Yeah. I mean, that's something that we really need. I mean, because there's so many ways to, for of birth control, it's almost like personal responsibility. Well, okay. I wouldn't say, okay. I think, I think I kind of, I reiterated this at some point in our infamous text thread. Throughout society and throughout any mechanical, any type of system, there are multiple fail-safes. And then there's finally the oh shit button. The uh, the basically aptly named abort button. In any system that you, that is developed, there's the red button. There's the button that ends the process. That button is the final fail-safe. If you remove fail-safes from society, the type of pressure that applies is not uh, not appropriate. I mean, most women who have who get abortions or have had abortions, it wasn't a form of birth control. That's a big fallacy. Most women that actually get abortions typically occurs because of unforeseen circumstances. Or you could be right personal responsibility, something went wrong. But a lot of times, you know, life finds a way to make it through things. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people are on the pill and they get knocked up. You know, sometimes someone doesn't understand completely, someone doesn't understand completely that they're taking antibiotics. The pill doesn't work. Or other medications, it can make the pill not work. Could be condoms that bust. There could be girls that, you know, there are women that, you know, lie to men or vice versa, that they're being safe or not. There's there's so many, this is such a complicated understanding. It's just not, you know, and, and to do it all because of some weird, you know, I don't know. Religious, but yes that's what yeah that's what liberals think that is it was decided well, that, based on religious that. grounds it is because of religious grounds tell me what else but, is it? well i mean there's this constitutional aspect of it where you know the question the constitution does not guarantee abortions well the constitution also doesn't guarantee uh desegregation constitution doesn't guarantee a lot of things but that's the beautiful thing about the constitution that it's a viable document it was meant to be changed. It was meant to be upgraded. 
The founding fathers made it that way on purpose because they knew they could not foresee the needs of a future nation. Yeah, but it's very hard to amend the Constitution. They made it very difficult. Well, no, but they made it possible. And and if you read the Federalist, Anti-Federalist papers, if you read anything, I mean, well, of course, Federalists are whatever. But if you read anything, especially in the concept of American governance, it was that there was still the ability to change it. We've made it more difficult as time has gone by, especially with the implementation of a two-party system. We yeah. fucked that up. The founding fathers did never foresaw a two-party system. Yeah. We fucked that up. We did. We messed up. And also the founding fathers never thought there would be 375 million people that had instant access to every single other fucking person on the planet, on this, on the planet. No one foresaw this because then they would have just went for straight direct representation. I guarantee you right now, you put it to a vote to the whole country. You ask them, should we make abortion illegal? That's going to be resoundingly shot down. Now, where does it get hazy is how far do you let it go? But I guarantee you people aren't going to fucking say if a woman's health is endangered, you know, they're not going to do it. Yeah, but, you know, you have um, going back to the Constitution thing. You do have, you know, I think what was it like the Ninth Amendment or something is power relegated to the states. Um, that seems to be the direction that the Supreme Court went when it came well, to this kind of issue, right? So I get anyway. it. I, I, yeah. I get I, I don't think so. The states, but that if you read their ruling, the ruling is not about that. The ruling is about you can easily tell the way they discuss the ruling, it is about a societal belief of which they bring. That's nothing to do with the state's rights. Because if that was the case. Why did they just rule against New York being able to dictate whether or not people can carry a gun? Because that's the Second Amendment. It's stated in the Constitution. No, 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 no. The Second Amendment says the right to bear arms, but it does not say the concealment of said arms. It says the right to bear arms in a well-regulated militia. Yep. Big difference between concealed carry and not. So, no, they're interpreting that for the state. So that's what I'm telling you. There's a lot of giving. They're 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 instituting an agenda that is not in step with the Constitution. So states can states can basically decide the things that they want them to decide, but not the things that they don't want them to decide. Well, I guess, man. But I'm just telling you the um, you know, the the, the direction. At, you're saying you're thinking that Supreme Court's decided this on an ideological. Yes. grounds and i'm saying that they went more of the um constitutional ground and i don't i i, I have to I have to disagree with you because i read no. their i saw their opinion that's not the most solid discussion of states rights it's not yeah tell me one thing how did john roberts lose control of this damn court though oh this guy was this guy went rogue man amy cohen barrett <laughs> i think amy cohen barrett was a tipping scale that chick's the the cult all the all the trains they ran on her. She's just not. No, no, no. That no, no. She seriously. I think she is Alito. Alito is light compared to her. I think she is the real driving force. Um, I really, you know, who was more, to be quite honest with you, Kavanaugh. I was what expecting him to be more of the swing. centrist. Yeah, 
and 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 stuff. And you know, and uh, to bring up an interesting thing regarding that too, um, AOC. Um, typically, oh, nice. I don't agree with a lot of things she says. Oh Jesus! But I do have to agree with this. I think that at some point we really need to look at ethics councils for the Supreme Court. They all testified, in particular, um, Kavanaugh and Gorsh, when asked specifically about Roe v. Wade, they said that they would not change the precedent. They both said they wouldn't do it. And then as soon as they're on the court, they did it. Wait a second. You're telling me that there was a person in in Washington that lied? No, I get you. What? Well, but but oh but goodness. okay, but but let's say if somebody said, well, let's say you're interviewing someone, and they ask you, are you are oh, so you're a pharmacist? Yeah, okay, so you have you you don't have any problems dispensing, uh, you know, birth control. Yeah, birth, no, birth no problem, no problem. And then next thing you know, someone comes up and asks for birth control, and they say, no, I, I don't, I don't believe, I, I don't believe in that. No, but you hired them based on a false precipice. So I I, I think. Well, I'll tell you, I wouldn't, they wouldn't let me finish my shift. They'd probably like uh, fire me and uh, take me right. out of the store. And what do you think we need to do with people that lie to that extent? Roe v. Wade was a big deal. Don't get me wrong. I understand conservative justices. They should be conservative about some things. But Roe v. Wade was a 50-year president that got flipped. And you can see the questioning and Manchin and uh, Susan Collins, all these people all pulled these justices aside. They have it recorded. They asked them about Roe v. Wade. They each said they would not overturn it. And that's the first thing they did. Well, not the first thing, but pretty yeah, damn close. Did, yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty fucking close. So yeah. Benji, um, you've been kind of quiet, man. What, what do you think? No, I <clears throat> like, yo, man, fuck this shit. No, there's just a lot of no, no, no. I just you guys <laughs> you guys fucking talk a lot about abortion, you fuckers. No, you just b- both of you have very nuanced points. It's a good, it was entertaining to listen to i just don't have a whole lot to add that would top whatever your guys opinion but i will say this uh this discussion made me think you know as we're talking about the constitution and all the checks and balances that are built within it and the the fact that it has survived so long with no any kind of way of imagining what kind of a society we live in right now uh it does hold up now my question is can you imagine if the group of leaders we have in Washington right now were tasked with coming up with a document that would essentially be like the heart of an entire nation, society, the biggest cultural influence in the entire world as a society, maybe in the history of the, of the planet, do you keep for one second, like how bad the people we have right now would fuck that up? Oh, yeah. Like if it was like, oh, don't come out until you you come up with a. It just that's what that's what just struck me about this whole fucking situation. But I I have these weird. Ben, you kind of got me all hyped up because the thought that came to my head was, you know, those old like diehard Confederacy. Uh, bags report. Yeah, with this like the South shall rise again. You know, you see it on T-shirts and shit. And it's like, rise again. Hey, man, <laughs> I don't know. It's looking like that's yeah. there's some sort of intent behind that, and there's some sort of energy pushing that in because it's boy, as soon as that uh, hole cracked open a little bit, you damn right. Look who they get in there, and and uh, ended up being the pretty much the the tipping point, like Ben said. 
Yeah. I, I I'm really worried. I am really worried, guys. I'm very be worried. It'll be fine. No, no, no. I just it'll be I mean, fine. No, guys, and you know, and and, I, and I'm not trying to say either one of these particular rulings will affect my life, right? They won't. Um, but right. they are going to bring a significant amount of instability for the future, for future women, um, for for young girls. You know, there's a lot of young women that had to make a horrible choice. Don't you mean birth giver? I'm just kidding. Well, right. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? They just they had to make a horrible choice. I don't think this is something any woman, ta- women, any woman takes lightly having to do this. But a lot of women had to do this in order to A, preserve the best care they could for the children they currently had. To give their, you know, if some women did it for a future that would never have been had it, had they continued on that path. It's just, it just isn't fair. And it's it's really none of our business. And it's crazy though, because after this is all said and done, after all this talking, we really don't fucking have anything to really understand because neither of us, and none of us can have children physically. None of us can get pregnant. None of us can understand that situation. So it's very, that's just sad. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess reproductive rights, right? I mean, it's a pretty fucking big deal. Well, just women's health care. I mean, dude, right? seriously, uh, like sometimes the, some of the posts I saw on Facebook and Instagram were like, <laughs> uh, my body is my choice and the government can't tell me what to do. And I was thinking, like, are you talking about abortion or the, or the vaccine? Oh, boy. I'm not, I'm not sure which one you're talking because they didn't, they wouldn't, you got to play it to both, you know? Wait, well, it, right. And it, it's, it's pretty, it, 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 you know what? That's the crazy part. Um, is both sides want this autonomy for medical care and they both don't want the other side to have it. It's so, it's so weird, right? Yeah. Every, yeah it's it's that's so somebody has principles, der- right? It's what's well, very deranged. It's like, Oh, you know, you don't tell me, get a, don't tell me, get a vaccine. Well, don't, don't tell me I can't get an abortion or don't tell me I can. It's just like, God, Oh, it's it's just madness. It's madness. Yeah. It's sad. Um, and I just I feel I'm very nervous for the future of our of our country with the Supreme Court. And I'll be quite honest with you. Um, with what the GOP is saying, abortion could be illegal in the United States after the midterms. I don't think so. I'm, I think I'm it, really, even if it did, dude, it would still it would be ruled unconstitutional. You can't rule something unconstitutional when the bench is loaded. They aren't ruling based on law. They're ruling based on belief <laughs> now, man. That's that's you thinking that. I'm, I'm no, still thinking they're, ba- they're ruling based on law. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm smart. I don't know. I, but- I just don't see it. I don't see it, man. 50 years. 50 years. You know how many justices have been on the Supreme Court since that time? Yeah, I have no idea. A lot. I think okay. it's like, like a lot. The the court has has recycled itself at least four times. It's a lot of very smart people that didn't find an issue with it, and all of a sudden, three asshats brought on by the super asshat all of a sudden decided it was a problem. I don't know. I think I think this this there needs to be some type of reform on the Supreme Court, and also you know might be a good idea if we're gonna have a bunch of like you know. Like, I don't know, cloak wearing 
you know, relics of the past that look like there's some type of weird cult making yeah. massive decisions for life. Maybe we shouldn't, we should have a balanced Supreme Court. Like the equal number of conservatives and an equal number of liberals. Because this fucking supermajority either way is not helping anybody. I mean, it's a checks and balances. You have, you know, a democratically controlled uh, white uh, executive and legislative. And so the court is that balance. No, I don't think so, man. Not with lifetime appointments. That supermajority is po- poised to last. Let's see. Who's looking shitty? Clarence Thomas. Thomas. Looking pretty rough. Alito looking a little rough. Sotomayor has diabetes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's three changes, but you know, I don't know, dude. That supermajority is looking to last for a while. But in the end, it's really all fucking RBG's fault too. So I'm glad all you assholes wore those notorious RBG t-shirts. Fuck. Narcissism is what did this too. Ruth Bader Bader Ginsburg knew she was she had fucking lung cancer at the beginning of Obama. Yeah, at the beginning of Obama's presidency and she oh but it was she was she was too busy going on conan o'brien and being a celebrity Stephen colbert she was uh did you see her gym work on yeah. Stephen colbert and he was Fuck. like totally sucking her dick and shit god I, mm, you know I, I hate talking ill about anyone who's passed away but what a selfish person this one's a keeper dude what a selfish person she literally destroyed the agenda for women that she so works so hard for. I, I, you know, I, I hope. Yeah. In her defense, she made a request on her deathbed saying that she wished that uh, they'd wait to appoint the, the next judge. So she did that. Although there's no record of it, you know, I mean, not, has cell phones and hey, guess what? recorders. No, but. guess what? She was narcissist and she, she liked her t-shirts and she was Miss Cool. That's the problem with the Supreme court. That's why I think this is just, a blaring problem now so um you know we'll see what happens but democrats aren't doing shit anyways um you know if you know that they're going to come after something why didn't you codify it over the last 50 years well for one thing um nancy pelosi spent um a lot of time trying to impeach the president twice yeah, even though sure. one of those times he was not in office. Well, no, I'm not even just talking about. I'm not even just talking about during Trump. I mean, if you look at no, it, the Democrats have had control, have had a supermajority out of the last 50 years. I think they've had a supermajority, 28 of it. Yeah, for the, for a long time, dude. It yeah, wasn't that's what I'm saying. Out of those 28 mid-90s. years, mid 90s, they finally uh, the Republicans gained a supermajority, but that was about it. And then the the majorities went back in 2000s. So. Yeah. The, the Democrats have plenty of time to codify abortion into law. They had plenty well, you know of time they did to it. do those things. Well, yeah, because they a lot of, you know, there's a lot of dirty secrets that there's a there's a lot of Democrats that are. What's well, a fundraising that aren't issue? Pro-choice. It's a fundraising issue. You know, when the when the Supreme Court uh, came up with their decision, uh, a lot of Biden you know, our DNC registered people received text messages asking for $15 donation to. Oh, yeah. That was their response. Yeah. That was so their response. Get to the midterms. Exactly. So we, so we can beat them in the midterms. And then they sang, God bless America on the steps of the Capitol. That's how they responded. So, yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, 50 years of Democrat ineptness and uh, 50 years of a very devoted 
right wing um, conservative Christian majority, Christian minority that was committed to the cause, to their minority. They are. Oh, the dude. No, like I said before. And well, no, I'm talking about this particular minority of Christians that believe in this. I mean, if you look at it, so, and I I said this earlier um, during my long tirade while y'all were playing with each other. um, There's been several polls taken where they show basically like 83% of the country do not believe that abortion should be illegal. This is a very unpopular move, but you know, and, and Trump has been quoted as saying, this could be a bad thing for us. Wait, Trump never said that. He yes, was he did. quite happy when this happened. No, he was not. He said, this could be a bad thing for us. No, no. Oh. You, it, it was literally quoted. You look it up. You can pull it up right now. I, I Trump said, Trump stated this could be a bad thing for us. He's a populist. I'm, he is a populist. If somebody knows what people want, it's that man. And he knows running hard on this abortion thing could backfire. Because remember, what is it? So other Republicans, 60% of Republicans support making abortion, you know, the, the anti-abortion thing. Yeah. of Democrats are pro-choice. Now, of course, you see those numbers. But when it comes to independents, 65 to 70% of them are pro-choice. This is a real fucking problem. And I it's crazy, but this could have breathed some serious life into the party, into the Democratic Party in swing states. Ohio, Pennsylvania, the Midwest, the Rust Belt. This could be a problem. So we'll see. But I I still think they'll get buried in the midterms. But I don't think it will be as bad as it could have been. So anyways, moving on to another wonderfully depressing topic. Uh, I believe it was two days ago. It's well, no, no, this one. No, no, no. This is a real depressing one. I'm not going to, I'll go into the other one. Was it like a a poor puppy or something? No, no, this is really depressing. No, 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 no. This is the, uh, unfortunately two days ago, they found 51. uh, Well, I think more than 51 migrants in a 18 wheeler. No, Monday. So today's uh, Tuesday. So yesterday they found uh, several, uh, like a lot of migrants in the back of a 18 wheeler. On a hot, sweltering summer day, so far, 51 of them have perished. Um, I know last year we had this discussion. Now, remember, we had the great um, the great immigration debate when yeah. this happened last time. I, I forgot where it happened. It wasn't San Antonio. Was it New Mexico or Arizona somewhere? What, did this thing happen? Yeah, remember? Similar thing. A lot of immigrants or migrants, Probably illegal migrants. Yeah. It, no, no, no. It was New Mexico or somewhere. Same type of thing. 18-wheeler. Um, someone had left them. All of them were dead. Um, it I happens. Remember- um, it happens a lot here in Texas. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, it does. And every so often, maybe once every year, once every two years, you'll hear something like this happen. And um, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. The, and unfortunately the, 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 the truck did originate from Laredo. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a very so. Once again, here we are. Um, you know, Latin Americans, um, you know, dead, 
you know, dead, but dead for no reason. This is this is what happens when you incentivize illegal immigration, man. I mean, I, 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 and I'm. I, I don't, and I don't think that's. I to me, yeah, I, I get what you're saying with that, right? I think, I think what you, the way you, you phrase it, yeah. I mean, they would have gotten caught. They would have gotten light on them. They would have gotten to stay in the country. I mean, it would have worked out. But you, you had okay. The government is giving um, the power of immigration to the coyotes, essentially. Okay, now they're the ones dictating who comes into the country and who doesn't, right? Based on the prices and their abuse that they they make people go through. This is what's going on with the policy. The government, the U.S. government is so weak on their immigration policy that they've handed the power to the coyotes. Right. And and this is what happens. This is the stuff that we hear about, okay? You don't hear about, oh, okay. about the child trafficking. You don't hear about the rapes. You don't oh, hear the about- The people that just die in the desert. The people that just die in the desert. The people that are fed to the coyotes, the, the animals. Yeah, the real ones. <laughs> not, the real not ones, the, yeah. Not the smugglers, yes. Um. This is what happens when you have weak immigration policy. You give someone has to take control of this immigration problem, and it's the coyotes right now. It's the the cartels and the people making money off of this. Right. Because right now we have shit for for immigration policy right now. Well, we haven't had good, but but and to be fair, we haven't had good immigration policy in a long time. I mean, you know, Trump didn't have good immigration policy. Um, it was, you know what? No, it was the best one at the time because it was remaining in Mexico. This never yeah, would but, have happened had these had no, no, no. But see, that we still have that happening now. The COVID rules are still in effect. No one can come over here. But it's the illegality, the fact that the way that they have they are being smuggled. That's the you know that's the problem. It's not that you know you you can't. That's the problem. It's it's not just some policy that says whether people can come in or come out. These people are coming illegally. Yes, but once they're here, they get to stay here. No, right? that's not always. No, that's not. No, 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 no. That is sometimes the case. It can and, be. It can be it if they can applied. prove. If they can prove that they are seeking asylum. Yeah, but that's that doesn't fly for um, Central American people who have to cross through Mexico. Because remember, you have to seek asylum in other countries before you get to the United States. Right, but but and and that's and, not being that's not being enforced. Right, but how the Biden administration? Right. Well, no, no, no. They're still stuck there, dude. All the Trump era immigration shit's still there. Because the Democrats don't like Democrats don't like Mexicans and, and Latin Americans, anyways. Not they don't like way. us either. No, no, neither Republicans or Democrats like us. So I, I nothing's changed, but what well, the I, thing is, huh? Go ahead. Illegal migration has increased, though, from the Trump era to the Biden era. It has dramatically increased. I mean, has it really, though? Yes. I mean, yes, it I has. It, the, every time, um, if you ever see the Senate hearings with with the Mallorcas, they they call them out on this on, on these stats where the, during the Trump administration, illegal migration had sunk to a low. Now that could be because of COVID. Or well, that could yeah. have been just because of uh, Remain in Mexico of, policies. It was COVID. Remain in Mexico hadn't been in place yet. <laughs> it was COVID. Okay. It was COVID is what made everyone stay inside, dude. And then, no, of course, but, everything surged as soon as it was okay to get outside. But Okay. I mean, no, no, no. It was, it was going down even before COVID. Okay. COVID happened the last year of the Trump administration. Illegal immigration had already taken the dive before that. Bro, Obama deported. More people, and this is the stat that you told me several times. Yeah, it's talked true. about this. Obama deported more, deported more people than 
any president yeah, ever, ice raids. ever in the you history remember? of the United States. See, I'm, I'm just saying that's not that's not the solution, right? That's not what's going to fix the problem. You can't keep, I mean, the problem, right? Or the real problem with immigration is that the countries next to us are fucked. And we are part of that problem with illegal drugs, yeah. with the way that our foreign policy has been in South America. It's been hands the, off for the last few years. I mean, for the, the last few decades. Uh, so. Iran Contras wasn't that long ago, brother. I mean, I remember Ali North. I'm not no. that old. He oh, no, there, bro. That was back in the 80s, dude. That was almost 40 80, years ago. Uh, no, free, you know, Highway Ricky, all those dudes were the 90s too. Crack cocaine. I mean, dude. That was 30 years ago. Trust me, dude. We're old. Okay. You dude. think the 80s was like yesterday. In reality, no, the 80s was 40 years ago. Nonetheless, 30 years ago. The reverberations are still there. That's still there. We have decimated a whole continent and then act like we're fucking like. Oh, we fucked all your shit up, but don't come fuck our shit up. I mean, well, of course not. That's but that's the problem, right? I mean, we started the fire. We fucked up all these other countries. We took away their autonomy. We were trying to prevent them from becoming communists. That's Ex- what we were trying to do. None, the, but it, but that whatever you want to say, we still fucked them all up. We inserted horrible governments. We allowed the pre. In Mexico to be around for 90 years as they became more systematically corrupt. Then we've overseen the growth of the cartel system in Mexico. And we've done nothing about it. Right? I mean, we can fucking yeah. we, we can send 40 billion to Ukraine to fight the Russians, but we can't, you know, we we have the we have fucking satellites and shit. We can't we don't know where the drug dealers are. We don't know how to take them out. We don't know how to deal with them. I mean, we do. The Trump administration offered Mexico military assistance to fight the cartels and they refused the it. The Trump administration ain't done shit. No one's done shit. We enslaved- You can't just go to a country and start sending your soldiers in there to fight cartels. You need permission. What the fuck are you talking about? We're fighting against the we're fighting against Russia right now. We have military people in Ukraine. We're sending them billions of dollars of aids. We you don't think we can go send a couple of fucking dudes Funny. to deal with the fucking setas or deal with somebody else? Yeah, this call is called autonomy. Okay. We just can't go into countries that don't want us and start fighting their shit, man. You can't do that. What do you really? Now, if you want to make an really? argument, remember how they killed really? that white family in, in Mexico? <laughs> fucking really, really, yeah. we can't do that. We can't. That's do that. what we, we, we always do. That. That's what we, we always. Do. We haven't stopped doing that for like forty years. That literally gives people boners in the defense department. Like they jerk off to figure out new countries they can take their time from and invade. What the fuck? Anyways, that's. I think that's the real cause. We need to fix, we need to help these South American countries get on more stable feet, and we need to help clean their shit up. We need to get, we need to decriminalize drugs. We got to do a lot of things to get, to take away the incentives of these cartels and make them less powerful. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think, I think, you know, it's, it's sad. In there. Huh? 
Just send an Apache helicopter in there into the desert, just clean that shit. Yeah, man. Just send Robert Duvall in there. You know, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Smells like victory. Do some shit like that. I mean, we've done so many horrible things. We can't at least do one thing, right? That actually can help a whole continent. That can help save the souls of Americans that are dying from fentanyl overdoses. We can't do that. But we can argue about abortion. Huh? Here's a glimmer of hope. You got, um, you know, Californians are pretty tired of paying high prices for a home. Uh, for homes and stuff yeah they're so actually just moving to T- drove them up they're huh? moving to tijuana too and they're driving up those home prices <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. california might single-handedly be the reason why the world economically collapses they're just going to keep going from from different countries and driving their real estate prices up they're doing that to portugal too <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> you know what Fuck California at this point. They just, yeah, just can't, they can't can't stop fucking things up. You got, you know what? California may have to be locked. You know what? Put a wall around that. Okay, pull a wall around them and make them pay high prices and do their shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So now you know Mexicans don't want the Americans there because they're driving up home prices and they're trying oh, to kick shit. them out. Exactly. Go back to your country. Exactly. <laughs> but, but anyways, you know just. Once again, it's just very sad. 51, 51 individuals have passed away and they died in the most horrible way possible. They overheated in heat exhaustion. That's just a horrible fucking way to die. Um, there were children involved. You know, just a very sad, sad thing. So, so yeah, so just kind of send your prayers out to those poor families who lost a lot of people. And um, yeah, yeah. But you know who not to send prayers to is uh, Trump. And oh all boy, the people involved in January 6th. Oh my As God, you can tell, oh, it's going to do it because it's so much fun. So January 6th, the they had a surprise um, public hearing today. Um, as they said, oh, yeah. they were only going to have three, but I now think they're up to 37. Um, but today they had a surprise one as they brought a surprise witness. Um, what was her name? Okay, do you uh, want to say the January 6th trial or commission? It's a bunch of partisan hacks. There's no opposition uh, to the questions they're giving these witnesses. Uh, there's no no one's taking an oath. Okay, and um, yeah, it's a sham. It's what it is. It's it's, it's a sham. So anyway, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so after that invalidating statement, I will continue. So apparently, the House brought a surprise witness, a Cassidy Hutchinson. Um, who was a top aide to Mark Meadows, who, uh, you know, figures pretty big into the, into the January 6th of the Capitol riots. Um, she basically had some interesting things to say. She said one of them being that Trump was very angry once he found out that William Barr was going to tell the United States that he didn't find any serious issues in regards to, um, you know, falsities or voting fraud. So apparently he threw his, his plate against the wall, uh, you know, stormed off. And then objection hearsay. Well, hearsay, but nonetheless, these are interesting. These are juicy tidbits. Um, and then she also made a claim that while in, um, what's it called? That while during, after, after the, the former president gave his speech at the, um, where did it start at? Where was the initial part? 
of it was uh, I think it was in the White House, not in the lawn, but I think near the White House. Was it near the White House? Yeah, it wasn't on the okay. Capitol steps. Yeah, something like that. So the initial the initial speech, he gave the speech, and then he apparently was so pumped. Uh, he was allowing people to. He said, "Don't don't use metal detectors," because he knew that several people were armed, and uh, he said, "They're not coming to hurt me." So those are my people. So that was one of the things he said. I mean, and he's then, not wrong. And then the well, right, right. And then he said the other thing he stated was he wanted to be taken to the Capitol with the mob. At which point, I believe Secret Service individuals. This is purported. So there's like once again, I will say I will have to sustain the the point hearsay. of hearsay. We'll have to sustain that. But nonetheless, the story goes that he apparently lunged at a secret service officer who tried to push his hand away from the wheel as Trump tried to steer him towards the Capitol. And the secret service person, of course, had to say, Hey, no, we will not be going there, sir. And we are not going to the Capitol for your protection. And so at that point, I think the secret service actually is allowed to do that. Um, Juicy tidbits. I mean, the more and more you, you hear, (laughs) Huh? It's comical, dude. I laughed when I, I read that. I laughed. I, I laughed. Pretty good. I, I can't imagine good, President yeah. Trump like lunging to the to the wheel really? of, the, of the limousine and trying to drive it himself from the back seat. Come on, bro. I, dude. <laughs> I tell you right now. So stupid, man. If you forgot, if you forgot the, the if you if McDonald's forgot the pickles on his burger, he may actually start some type of nuclear war with them. I, I don't think so, man. He's <laughs> not a so. mild. He's not a mild temperate individual. Okay. Yeah. I could, I mean, I could see him yelling at somebody, but to reach Bro. to the steering, that's yes. I, I would have believed it to a certain extent, dude. That's a big he, alpha had to go, move. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I would have believed it to a certain extent. Okay, I could see he's yelling, like he's berating people, but for him to lunge and try to drive the car, I'm like, okay, dude, that's that's um, that's funny. Okay, that's that's stand up night at the Capitol at this point. I don't think so. I think I think that well, okay, look. In every lie, you know, a lot there's a famous saying, state statement. Every lie, half of it's true. You know, maybe the first half was true of that there's there's something going on there, right? I mean, I'm not saying that Trump. I don't think he. I don't think he had the initial concept you know what, of overthrowing the of overthrowing that day. Yeah. I think he got caught up in the moment, though. Okay, here's the deal: if that was true, if that was true, right? Why call this broad over to to testify? Why not get the the Secret Service director in there? But that's who they're bringing, and re- and read the and read the do- the official documents to what happened. That's what they're bringing. So right now, Trump's attorneys, no, no, Trump's attorneys. So this that was the other thing they want to bring the Secret Service individual because she named the Secret Service man. So that was her main point was to name who the Secret Service agent was, and they're trying to bring him that one. They're trying to sub- subpoena him to bring him in front of Congress. Trump's attorneys are doing everything humanly possible to prevent that. They're trying to question whether or not it's even a legality. But unfortunately, the Republicans, it's kind of funny how shit always comes back around, used the Secret Service, one of the Secret Service members that belonged to Clinton's detail in his impeachment. So now there is precedence to bring the Secret Service men then. So he will be coming up. I don't know. We'll see. 
I mean, he I, is a I private mean, individual. You know, he this, this his job is not politics, dude. He's I'm not telling you right now, Trump is doing their, his legal team's doing everything humanly possible to keep this guy from coming up. So I think I think it's in the middle. I really think Trump was trying to get his adulation and you know his his social dick suck by everyone going, oh, I love you so much, Trump, Trump, mega, 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 and I think he got caught up in the moment. I think for a little bit, Trump went rogue. No, he did not. Trump went wrong, dude. Trump was like, man, fuck this. This is this is my country. And I really think for a, a little bit, he lost his shit, which you could kind of tell. Remember when he made that first speech? Which one? Remember the one that looked like it was done on a cell phone? His only speech he made out during January oh, yeah. 6th. He looked... It looked like he, an infomercial. Yeah, he looked a little visibly shaken. He looked like he was in that moment, dude. I don't know. Something went down. Hmm. I, 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 I think so. I, I, you know, I, I used to really think the January 6th shit was kind of horseshit. And for the most part, I think it is. But the more deeper you get, I'm kind of thinking they're going to, I think they're actually going to find something. And I think Trump kind of went along with it for a little bit. I don't know. It's just, it's harder for me to take it seriously without any serious opposition. Right. Well, you know, I can't, dude, I can't take it seriously. I just said uh, anything they say is uh, could be a lie because there's no one questioning it. Well, dude, they're going to bring us. They're going to bring a secret service member I, up there. They should bring Jim Jordan or or some some other Republican in there to start asking some real questions. I mean, I can't take it seriously. It's stupid. And no, I think well, a lot of I mean, they got that. they got Cheney. They got Liv Cheney. She's, she's asking on, plenty. Of, that's a Republican. She's, she's not asking, asking questions. She's a she's a. You know, she's an anti-abortion um, Republican. She's about as diametrically opposed to everything except to Trump. Yeah. And she's, she's an asking questions. She's asking no, she's questions. Not. She she's is not asking, asking questions. She's, she's like, asking um, so dude. did he lunch and he try to control it with his left hand or his right hand? Uh, you know, I think they said it was his balls. <laughs> he grabbed his old saggy balls and tried to throw them on the wheel to try to control the vehicle. I don't know. Um, that I don't know. But I do know the Secret Service person has been named, and that's who they're trying to bring. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. But but nonetheless, it is interesting to see how these how these uh these wonderful uh committees are going while uh, we have massive inflation and the war in Ukraine seems to be going nowhere. So but before we go on that, I think we're going to take a little break. We're going to just, you know, we're going to snuggle. <laughs> we're going to see if we can, Benji can wake up a little bit. We're, see just, if we can, uh... we're going to give, we're going to give uh, Benji a little bit of the Hitler cocktail, some methamphetamines, maybe, you know, something. Get yeah, to be fair, he, he just worked what a, like a 10 hour shift right now. You're out <laughs> making the show. So thank you so much for being here. We do, we I do appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, you you could have you could have called in, man. And yeah, uh, yeah, we you, you, you just yeah. you know we're, we're looking at You're you, here. waiting for your for your for you know you, you know we don't want you to we don't want you to kill over there, buddy. I'm that's know. what I'm expecting for him to just kill over. We I know I've seen like three or four times. It's wonderful, you know. We 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 to 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 enhance the experience of the show. We got each other on Zoom, so we can all see each other, and like sometimes we'll make like funny faces. We'll do stuff. But Ben's face is just literally like I think three or four times he's just been like just like ah oh, ah oh. you can tell he's 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 like biting his cheek to stay up 
So we're just we're gonna try to get and roll it around <laughs> in this motherfucker in a little bit, and uh, we're gonna we'll, 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 we'll hopefully we'll get a little bob wire in his ass for the for the uh, party in the back. So uh, we'll see you guys on the flipper. Not a bad description. Good job. All right, see you. On, see you on the other <laughs> side. party in the back underway well not really half but second portion but uh anyway yeah i was a little i, w- I was there the whole time i was just explaining in the break to ben um yeah a i am very tired that's that's true but on the, at the same time uh the topics that we covered in the first half are very uh it's subjects that both ben and rick can speak very very intelligently on Therefore, it was entertaining for me to listen. So I kind of took the role of a, a listener as my state of uh, energy level doesn't really allow for a lot of really hard hitting points that would break the surface of, of that discussion. So I just was kind of more listening. So that was great, though. That, well, uh, plus, plus you've been r- like running. On. You've been running tantric now for what, like seven years. So it's oh, just, yeah, I mean, the, the, the physical and mental energy to maintain that. You know, I mean, oh, well, you know what it is to be speak kind of truthfully. Like I hit walls because when I go, I nice. go. Oh, yeah, nice. like I hit walls. Nice. Like so, when I fight, what I'm saying is like I burn it pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> Pretty more and more sexual. Every <laughs> yeah, second, man. I'm like, yeah. I hit I'm walls just... and I'll stop. <laughs> I'm much that... like last week when we were covering the that writer, right? About the Python capture. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. I just do that, you know, verbally, but yeah. But my point is, I, I run it pretty hard, <laughs> you know what I mean? I drive pretty <laughs> non stop day in and day out, 24 hours a day. And oh, so, finally, yeah. when, when it is time when i finally hit that wall oh yeah everything kind of but anyway that was a great discussion everything um, just but, comes uh, along oh but i'm glad yeah. i'm i am glad i was able to uh to make it this evening because yeah well we we love having good. you on love having you on so <laughs> appreciate, appreciate we do we do we love we love you know this this is the, you know the three amigos we, we keep this shit we keep this shit running we keep this shit mm-hmm. tight but um I think I think we're going to introduce a fun little thing that we saw the other day. I think uh, Rick, you brought this one up. Yeah, what's up? Oh, really, a couple real estate couple, ventures. Yeah, huh? there's some raffles going on that we don't oh, know about. Oh man, yeah. What's up so, with this? What's up with this raffle? Yeah, so apparently, um, if anybody wants to wants the opportunity to live in a mansion owned by a drug lord, uh, you have the opportunity to do so. Yes, sir, <laughs> you do. For just $10, you can buy a raffle ticket uh, from the National Lottery in Mexico, and they are raffling off uh, mansions from captured narco uh, kingpins in Mexico City. So I'm going to buy myself a ticket, and hopefully I win a uh, mansion in Mexico City from a narco guy. Now, 
keep in mind, I'm going to probably going to have to change the color of the house. So they don't, you know, think I still, uh, he still lives there and try to shoot me. <laughs> maybe change the landscaping a little bit, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Change out the landscaping, maybe paint the color brown or something, you know, change it. Um, try to blend in basically. But anyway, the, the houses are massive though. They, they're, they're um, kingpin houses. So uh, their mansions, they're, they have indoor pools. Uh, they have like 16 rooms with 32 restrooms kind of thing. Um, huge grounds. <laughs> anyway, I think it's worth it. I think I'm going to try to buy myself a ticket about this. I, sh- I, shared, I shared it with you guys. I thought you guys would want to go in on this. And, you know, oh. I think we can split the house three ways. I don't know if it's big enough, but. I don't know, guys. It sounds. I, I mean, it sounds like a great deal, doesn't it? What did you buy a- wouldn't you want to win a house in Mexico City that belonged to a drug kingpin? Dude, but but the only problem is, is like, I still have like, I'm still kind of a little bit of a hippie. Like, I still think there's like some spirits like in things and the horrible things that happen in drug kingpins homes. I mean, oh, dude, there's going to be some wild ass like energy up in that place, dude. I mean, how many dudes got capped or fed to like alligators in there? And like, I mean, like chicks were like kidnapped. It's just, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you put in a carpet here and there, you paint the walls, you change up the decor a little bit and all that goes away. Right. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think a fresh coat of paint is going to go over all the souls <laughs> tortured and, and defaced and <laughs> disemboweled in this house. Yeah, But for $10, I'm sure you're going to have a lot more money left over to figure that shit out later. Huh? <sighs> How much are the raffle tickets again? <laughs> eh, maybe you're Ten, right. Ten dollars in the Mexican National Lottery. Okay, so let's just say you don't want it because there's like bad mojo in this place. Just sell it. Sell it for twenty dollars. You get a ten dollar profit. Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know, dude. It's just, I just, oh my god. But you know what though? With the with the rate of inflation with houses, it's going to take a drug dealer to buy a normal house, anyways. At this point, yeah, so, it is actually. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, like you know, houses that used to be like you know, oh whatever. Now you're just like, oh fuck, that thing's like half a million. <laughs> so you got to be a drug dealer to own a house now. Yeah, so, dude, you have to be a, a fucking mogul to even like have a chance at not starving at this point <laughs> right. you know that you have to be true. fucking you have to be fucking sean puffy combs to uh right. you know to even make sure you can get three meals a day for all your kids yeah more money more problems no you gotta, more you, money you gotta be to a eat. fucking oligarch you know that's there they go that's the that's what i was the term i was looking for you have to be a fucking oligarch just to make your house payments right now Oh, the you're fucking, you know, Dude, I make, you. to buy groceries, <laughs> you gotta be a fucking, <laughs> you gotta take bonk. out a loan. You gotta take out a loan to buy some fucking milk these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what does it say? Hey, well, you know, I saw, I saw, I don't know if it was a meme or an actual picture, but it had the 7-Eleven and then it said gas prices were 7-Eleven. Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Damn. Oh my god. So gas prices are now 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, dude. And you know what though? And and uh, I was reading something regarding that. They really don't think it's going anywhere. Like no, most of inflation. So like, I mean, what else is going to go up? I mean, you know, it's funny cuz you know like and and to like bring back like so, like an interesting like 
parallel to this. You know how everyone's parents talks about how bread was a nickel? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like shit was like a yeah, nickel. Yeah, no, I know it's true. Yeah. We're, we're really going through <laughs> that in real time, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, gas like, was $2 back in my gas day. Gas was two bucks. Kids are going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck off. It's like, you know, $13 a gallon now. You know, you got to suck oh, dudes yeah, off that's... just to get like a fucking, <laughs> just to get a tank of gas. Yeah, you really do. Oh my God, dude. That's but we're starting to sound. We're going to start sounding like that. Cause that is, yeah, that's what it's like. Cause you know what? The lowest oh. I paid for a gallon of gas in my life. Let's see. Oh, what you know, that? actually, you know what? Fun ass quick contest. What's the lowest you remember ever paying for a gallon of gas in your life? Rick? Mm, 90, about 95 cents. Ben? Yeah, it's about that 90-something, like 98, let's say 98 cents. 66 cents a gallon. Damn, where? On the way back. So remember when I was going to St. Mary's for a little while? Yeah. I was driving between Houston and St. Mary's. I stopped off at some town somewhere in between San Antonio and Houston. It was a Phillips station. And in Phillips 66, this is why it all like went together. It was a Phillips 66 station, 66 cents a gallon. Dang. I shit you not. Isn't that fucking wild? I remember, I remember when Clinton became president, we had that. We remember, uh, remember in eighth grade, that weird history teacher that was real handsy. I won't say her name. Starts with an L. Yes, she's like yes, massage. Yes, yes. Oh, she's yeah, like yeah. she's like give like full okay. massages yeah. to kids during Ooh, class. It was nice. so weird. No, bro, it was weird, dude. Even was back then, we were like, no, oh, no. <laughs> she was yeah, like, no. she was like fifties. She just start rubbing your back down, and not like kind of like a little like. Eh, eh. She's like start like really That's working bad, your shoulders. Dude. I mean, I could definitely go for that in class. Like, oh, like a big bear one, you know? Not when you're in eighth grade, you're like, oh, you yeah. boner. Um, but anyways, oh, I remember, I, I remember. Yeah, dude, that's weird, you point, that's weird you pointed that out because that, that was something that kind of like I knew, but sort of brushed over. Yeah, that was real weird, man. Oh, dude, that was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fucking weird. It was so inappropriate. I remember one time she was like rubbing my shoulders and like, and mind you, so me and Ben, we've been going to school together since eighth grade. So like we both met in the eighth grade and this is our first experience with private school. So, you know, we have uniforms on and stuff like that. We're like, like getting like, like back rubs from a weird teacher. And like, like sometimes she would get so like into it, like her fingers would like slide inside your shirt. So it like touched bare skin. Nice. You're like, like, I really don't think this is appropriate at all. Like, I feel like kind of dirty. Like, why is this old lady rubbing my back like hardcore? And you're just sitting there like, okay. Like, like if that happened now, she would probably be arrested for sexual assault. Like it was pretty rough. You remember those? Yeah, that was you couldn't get away with that now. No, dude, but you remember her just like breaking down people's shoulders and backs. You're just <laughs> yeah. like, but it's yeah, it but is kind of weird because it, it didn't seem like obviously it didn't sink in like back then, but like the fact that you're describing it, it's just like all this shit. It's like, yeah, he's right. Like she fucking did do that. And dude. it was like it was weird, I guess. Just that at that age, you didn't really fully grasp how fucking kind of odd that was. 
And it wasn't even like aggressive. It was like a sensual massage. It was like all <laughs> slow and steady. Man, you're just sitting there. That's dude, weird. You, do you remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. I remember one time she like worked my back for like eight or nine minutes. It was a yeah. while. And I'm just sitting there like, ah. and everyone's like looking, going, oh my God. Like this is getting like really intense. Like, like <laughs> Was she lecturing you guys? Yes, dude. So While she's she was talking and like, ah, oh, uh, like uh. She, she's one of those that like would roam the class. And so <laughs> she'd be making a point, you know, like, yeah, don't you think this guy's, oh, oh, and then call on somebody's, you know, raised hand or whatever. And, oh, and then she'd go back to the board, write some shit and then weave her, in it, weave her way in and out of like the chairs. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and it wasn't like every single day, every time, but it was enough that it was like, yeah, yeah she does bro. that shit. Like she'd stop for a second at somebody's thing. And then, yeah, just kind of casually, like as she's explaining the declaration of fucking independence, she's kind of like <laughs> moving her hand down to the, you know, the neck into the back. And, uh, it, it would get like, inside your shirt yeah. and she's like rubbing you. And you're just like, Oh, I don't dude. You should have asked for a happy ending at the end of the class. Dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she gave a couple of kids those because she was really working it. dude. She was going for it. And I remember anyway. So, but, but so, so to circle back from our, our, uh, child like you and, know. and just and just like that you'll never get to know the school ever because we can't say shit ever, now because we are going to be <laughs> fucking sued yeah, we're, we're just, so yeah, for so, sure. so that doesn't moving beyond our statutory <laughs> rape experiences um i remember this history teacher started talking about gas and bitching about it because this is when clinton first got elected and he and he instituted the federal gas tax so, you know, gas went up 25 or 30 cents a gallon. And this teacher, while like, you know, rubbing off somebody was talking about like, how like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to afford to, to drive as much. And, and like, you're just like, fuck, now think about it. Now it's fucking dude. You know, today I paid 550 a gallon. And I was happy. Dude, remember when we freaked out? I forgot what year it was. When it when it cracked over two, it was like three. Oh, yeah. everybody was like, everybody's like, God, fuck, man! <laughs> like this is fucking ridiculous. Like now, <laughs> isn't it funny how people reacted to that shit back to like, fuck, <laughs> like people are ready to like get pitchforks. You, know you know what's you know what's scary too? Huh. And that became normal, right? <laughs> right. That became normal, dude. It wasn't normal when that happened. No, when because it was three, remember? remember All through like high school is one something. Oh, exactly. And then it went to three. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people said, who the fuck? And then I, it never went back down, did it? Nope. Never went back to normal. So that's the thing about inflation, folks. Once you're going to pay it, it doesn't matter what happens with the supply chain. They're going to keep you paying those crazy prices. That's fucking crazy. But anyways. Oh, but so you know what doesn't get any cheaper either is the, the education you're supposed to get to be able to keep up in the first place. <laughs> That's the other thing. You know what oh I'm my saying? God. I How remember supposed to, it's a puzzle. Oh, it's, dude. It's not a like it's a puzzle. Here, solve the riddle for this fucking troll bridge. If you can figure this shit out, you'll be a successful individual. If not, the troll's going to fuck you I, up. Okay, sorry. Oops. Well, dude, 
The crazy Good thing, thing everybody in your community can openly carry a fucking gun because they're all going to be stupid. <laughs> it's right. That's the only way they're going to solve anything. It's mm. just guns. Well, I remember when I started my first semester when I went to U of H, when I came back, you know, I remember I took a 21 hour semester. So yeah, for all you poons out there who fucking cry about like a 12 hour semester, fuck off. I took a 21 hour semester, two semesters back to back, four labs each. That's how you take care of business. Anyways, $1,300 with books. Yeah. Now, thirty. you go to U of H, maybe? if you can write $164,000 for the same hours. Um, but if you go to U of H, it's now like 58, 59. It's crazy. It, it, it's going to cost you 40 grand to get a fucking education from University of Houston. Yeah. It's madness. So. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, we're getting fondled. We're getting fucked. At least, at least when mm. we were fondled in eighth grade, it was it was innocent. Now they're just yeah, fucking it us. Hard. It really seemed uh, it seemed nice. I remember I felt weird about that though. Like especially we like she would start like like you and then she would use her nails a little on your skin. You're just like this is yeah the nails man. Remember, man, dude, I'm telling you, I think this shaped some of like I have PTSD from this or something because I remember this. She would just like rub and rub and rub and like. Like every once in a while, you hear start breathing a little harder. <laughs> no weird, way, dude. Dude, yes way. Like seriously, like yes. You'd be like, and you're just like, on, like she's lecturing. You're just like, okay, somebody's somebody's having a good time and, doing this. And the sheriff said, like, gosh, you're so tense. You gotta relax a little bit, bro. I guarantee you. <laughs> sure. I guarantee you, there was someone who was not doing good in history that year. That I had to stay over and she worked that one out because okay, I was oh my god, oh my nice. god. Nice. Well, yeah. anyways, moving on from our stories of being fondled and statutory rape. Um, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna close this one out so that, yeah. that so Ben can have a go immediately to sleep and have dreams of his former teacher fondling him. Dude, I, I hope yeah, tonight, thanks for that. I appreciate it. I cannot that. wait. Please tell me, please text me tomorrow if you have a you have a dream where she's just working your shoulders and like sweating. I'd probably just collapse and pass out right now. I'd be like, hey, that's kind of nice. Boom. Out. <laughs> Dude, like wake tw- up and then you wake hours. up your pants down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a school. Yeah, yeah, there's all, all kinds of experiences. That was a whole new I reality remember. shift. And then the next school we went to had blue lights in the restroom. Remember that shit? Right. So you couldn't see the see veins. your veins because no, it's really true. What? Yeah. They installed like us, uh, yeah, like blue lights. Like it has a certain type of frequency, so you can't see your veins in yeah. it. Yeah, like try taking a piss in blue lights. So so many kids fun. were shooting up. But yeah, well, uh, you know, I but, see that at parks here in Houston. Like when I go to those public restaurants, I see the blue lights. I'm like, this is weird. Why are they all, why are they so dark? Look blue. at your arms. You cannot see your veins. I, I'm gonna start doing that from now on. I bet you are. I bet You're you start are doing what? Shoot up <laughs> or going uh, to restrooms so you can't you shoot start up? going to public restrooms. Everything. Go to the restrooms, yeah. shooting up. Chill out with that. Yeah. Rick's gonna yeah, come shoot. back. Rick's gonna come back like hair all fucked up, like dirty. You can shoot up in them. That's bullshit. <laughs> that light, that light doesn't block shit. Yeah. Okay. I saw, I saw my veins just fine. 
<laughs> He's got some cum <laughs> dribbling from his lips. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I had I got enough to do everything I needed to do. I earned every ounce of that. <laughs> I, I, earned every, of that. I earned every drop of it. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just said every dripping ounce I earned. <laughs> he gets all Morrissey and shit. He's like, ah. <laughs> he's he's like, like an emo about it. Like an emo god heroin person. I, I did it. <laughs> And with that, I'm going to shut this one down. What? Do you remember that Jack that Jack Black video? I forgot. It was like for Tenacious D or something. They had this one, <laughs> this one little sketch or whatever where this dude, he's like, they're sitting on the sidewalk selling cum and jars. <laughs> and this dude walks up and he's wearing like heels. You know, he's like a cross-dresser and shit. Like real, but just not even trying to hide. Like he's got a full, like a five o'clock shadow beard. And he's like rough. He's like, yeah, I drink. And he takes it and like just downs it. <laughs> I love this is all. That's it, man. That's it. He, and just, that's, he, just, that's he just chugged it like it wasn't shit, dude. Like, so in other words, this motherfucker could just chug fucking cum and then phase him. And with that, <laughs> we will call it a day. All right, guys. All right. All right. We'll see. <laughs> see, see, see you oh, next God, week. <laughs> oh, oh, have a good week, guys. Come up. Yeah, oh. good luck out there, people. <laughs> I know, really. Don't come, You'll- don't come, guzzle. Yeah, don't get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> don't right. test the blue lights. No, don't test that theory either. But anyway, right. have a good week. See you. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>